You're listening to Fresh Oil, a podcast that examines the human condition while coming to terms with the purpose of life. Hello and welcome to the podcast again today. Our topic this morning, why love is faster than knowledge. I have a friend called Jack Wood, passed on and has left this life, a great friend, a human being. And he had an expression that he would say, and it was, love is faster than knowledge. Many times I contemplated what exactly he was saying. I never forgot it. And Jack Wood was many things during his lifetime to many people, and one of them He was a friend. He was a friend of mine. He had compassion for the needs of people, and that sticks with me to this hour. Now, this is not a religious examination of a few words here. In fact, I am not even a religious man at all. (laughs) Ask around. I do aspire to be a spiritual man. Now, that's acceptable in this world if your spiritual aspirations are ethereal, remote, internal. Just keep it to yourself. What isn't acceptable is an open show of your core spiritual values, especially today if they show up or expose the base nature of man. Now, one of the reasons why I'm involved in doing this Fresh Oil podcast is I am a Christian, and I look across the business world of social media today, and you can't express a view that is contramundi against the world. So you have to go along. You know, your income might be involved in it if you don't. So... What isn't acceptable is this open show of your core spiritual values. So I decided that this is one of the reasons why I would produce fresh oil, so that I could minister, say hello, point out, highlight, encourage, support those of you that can't. So today this podcast is, rather, a look at the heart of our existence, the very narrative of our human condition. Now, in the lead picture that I've put up today, there's a picture of a man aiding another man who's obviously injured. And this image is representative of a story from the unknown book, and it tells of one specific person. And he's known worldwide as the Good Samaritan. And how many great adventures of the human narrative have arisen out of this story. Hospitals, medical, many wondrous good works that have helped the narrative of our story as human beings along the way. And in The Good Samaritan, it's a story that conveys another story. It shows that knowledge isn't enough. And that's where love is faster than knowledge from my friend Jack Woods comes in. It shows that knowledge isn't enough. There must be more. You know, we can excuse ourselves for just about anything with enough knowledge. 
and often we do. But here is the go and do likewise clause in the story. Love is an action, not an intellectual exercise to be considered. Now, the Good Samaritan tells a story. Of course, you have to go to the unknown book to read it. So go here, the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke, chapters 10, verses 25 through 37. And I'll let you read the story in the narrative. And I'll just point out the players. You have the thieves. So we have this man. He's never described. He's not named. Nobody ascribes station to him. But he fell among thieves. They stripped him, robbed him, and left him half dead. They had knowledge to do evil. They lacked love. And they had no compassion. And a little while, as the story unfolds, somebody comes walking by, a priest. Now, you would think, right? A priest came by, he saw him, passed by on the other side of the road. <laughs> Well-educated in everything religious, disdainful of this human condition, above it, compassionless, Callous, personification of human failure. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, the man's lying there. He's been beaten, robbed, left for half dead. And then another man comes along, and he's called a Levite. Another religious man. He looked at him, passed by, also on the other side. Now, the first one, he just kept going. This one walked across, had a look at him, went back to the other side and kept going. Similar but curious. Cold-hearted. How can you go and look and walk on without compassion? No better than the thieves and the robbers. All these people, all these men that accosted, came across, passed by this man lived on the other side of life. They had knowledge. They lacked love. They were bereft of compassion. And they displayed the dark nature of the human condition. And here comes the most unlikely candidate, the Samaritan. Now, in the book, or the unknown book, a Samaritan was neither... One thing or another, he was a composite of many things. And so, therefore, the religious, the society of the day, ostracized, set apart, and had nothing to do with him. So he comes along, he sees this man, and he had compassion upon him. Something internal took place in this man. He went to him. He bound up his wounds, pouring oil and wine into the wounds to clean and begin the healing. He set him on his own beast, which means he walked while the other rode. He brought him to an inn, took care of him, paid for his care, and planned to return to pay any other costs. 
What you don't see here is that the Samaritan was the despised man of the story, half-breed with no real national identity, aware of life and the burden of navigating the human condition from his position, but he was living with the speed of love before engaging in the action of knowledge. How many times I've thanked Jack Wood for telling me, Billy loves faster than knowledge. And I know who he was talking about. The teller of this incident is himself not without compassion. Always the quickest to act by love's demands before serving the effects of knowing. Always giving the example of the speed of things when you operate from love. And we learn two things from this story. Love is a first cause. To see it is to read it. Go here. Go to the New Testament, the first book of John, chapter 4 and verse 19. And I quote, We love him because he first loved us. So says the unknown book. And we see that love has a prime effect. To see this, you must read. So go here. The New Testament, again, 1 John chapter 3, verse 16. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. Again, so says the unknown book. That's a mind-blowing statement for another day. So we see that love is a first cause and it has a prime effect. And we need to see it demonstrated in some way that would explain it. And it's explained in this. Charity is love in shoe leather. You can talk about it all day, but until you do something about it, you're just talking. And don't we have enough of that today? So actions matter, not an intellectual understanding of what actions matter. So go here. The New Testament, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 13. And in this list, all the pursuits that man undertake are itemized. Yet not one of them is worth anything. Not one of them is worth anything if they aren't led by love in action. And it's summarized in these words from that chapter. Though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. I am nothing. So, you're passing by on the other side if your actions aren't building upon charity. What does this have to do with the human condition of today? You may question, why this on a podcast? Aren't you supposed to just be interviewing people and bringing out all these great things? Yes, I do, but it's called balance. And I talk about the human condition and I talk about religion and politics and education and science and philosophy and so on, because I can. But if you look around you, we live in the days of the other side. 
And here's what I've seen. When love shows up, it acts fast. Let me give you an anecdote. I was in Plymouth, England back in the early 70s, and I was with a friend of mine from the United States, Jim Henry. And we happened to be down on one of the notorious strips where all the British sailors just got plastered, wasted, out of their tree. And in the middle of the afternoon, on a cold day, along the main thoroughfare, there was a man sitting, leaning up against the building on the main thoroughfare. And he had obviously been drinking one of the rot-gut drinks known as Scrumpy, and he was out. He was, he was blue. And we initially walked past him. And I couldn't do it. So I went back. You remember, you remember Slasher? <laughs> Had to give him soup. So I couldn't walk by this man. At one time, somebody held him in their arms as their baby. At one time, somebody took care of him and nurtured him. So when love shows up, it acts fast. I went back and I said, Jim, we got to go back. We went back. We propped him up. I made sure he wasn't dead. I made sure he was breathing. He was obviously in an alcohol comatose state. We paged and called for an ambulance. Reluctantly, they took him in there and took care of him. I don't know whatever happened to that man. I didn't know how to find him or follow up after that because he lived on the street. But when love shows up, it acts fast. Faster than all the knowledge you can use to excuse or recuse yourself from the burden and responsibility of acting. Love is the actions of doing what's right. Knowledge is the knowing what's right and what's the right thing to do. Big difference. You know, every modern condition is here revealed in the unknown book if you look for it. All the provisions for the go and do likewise are laid out. There's money. Love's fast, but it still needs money to get the work done. And this is the time of year whenever you'll get hit up on the phone for every charity available. Hospitality. The ends of human compassion. Hospitals, caregivers, hotlines, all of those kinds of things for people that are in distress uh, life has left them half dead. There are charities, the action of the lovers, the fallen, and oh, there's way too many to be seen today as individuals. They're just a mass. And then there's the other siders. Let's not forget them. The thieves, the lawyers, the religious pretenders, all with all the knowledge in the world of how to act, but acting wrongly. And then you have the observers and listeners, the news carriers. So let's pull back the curtain a little bit and put this in a modern content for you. Let's pull it back and look at the context that this sits in for today. While the storyteller is rebuking a lawyer who's trying to catch him out in the broader narrative of Luke chapter 10, the greater narrative shows the listening audience are being tested and instructed. Make no mistake. You're observing the social media of the day. What was spoken here would be tweeted, repeated, texted, talked about, and more. 
because word of mouth is still the best record. You know, the author of the unknown book knew these things, and so it is today. Storytelling, why, it's all the rage, but it's late to this party. God has always been ahead of the human condition. So what about you? Is it love or knowledge? And what's your speed? Remember the go and do likewise clause. The author is telling us, don't be like those on the other side. All the social activity, money, and attention mean nothing if you walk past on the other side of the half-dead. So, Jack Wood, thank you for teaching me why love is faster than knowledge. Knowledge never built the church. Knowledge never built a hospital. Knowledge never climbed over the fences into the leper colonies to tell people about what would be the best answer to their need. That's a day and age gone by. So thanks for listening today to Fresh Oil, a place where we present the human condition and strive to come to terms with the purpose of life. been listening to Fresh Oil with Billy Delaney. Thanks for pressing play.